Hey there, welcome to the Creative Metaverse Podcast. My name is Ryan Kingsline, and I'm the founder of Vertex School, where we train creatives for the career of their lives. In this podcast, we interview amazing artists and creatives working in film, games, and building the metaverse right now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right. Thank you so much, Vimal. I know um, you are, uh, you're outside of your main studio. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot, man, for inviting me for this. Absolutely. I'm really glad. Yeah. So I've wanted to actually interview you for a while, you know, and we've got like a hundred mm. people. So I've been working up the courage to ask you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask me before as well. <laughs> so um, the, I've known you for a while. And uh, there's a lot of things I'd love to unpack in this conversation, like your journey, the things that are important, you know, that, that really kind of worked forward um, or helped you. Uh, and then, of course, we want to look at your work and, and talk about, you know, all of all of that and start to get your sense of how you think about the work. Because you you kind of like your work is it for me, like it's the hardest work possible. Like there's no harder work than trying to actually make realistic faces. I don't think. Yeah. And, um, and so I really want to start to like, in that context, I want to unpack like some of your processes if possible and the way you think about things. Um, because I know students always come up um, and this is for full disclosure. Students are always like, how do I do a likeness? And I say, uh, you don't like, don't yeah. kill yourself on that. You know, don't wreck your ship on that iceberg you know, go build up your skills. And then maybe once you get a job, start doing that. But you kind of, you did it the other way. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, likeness is something that's you can like, it makes you want to kill yourself, you know? In the end, it's like, it's, it's so much frustrating, but like really rewarding. Yeah. Uh, really <laughs> rewarding because uh, I think likeness is one of the hardest things. Yeah. Uh, that you can uh, work on, but I think it it comes with uh, with practice. As much you you can practice more, you can uh, you know get to it. Yeah, and I just had uh, I just interviewed Ian Spriggs two days yeah. ago, so mm -hmm. this is going to be great to be talking to both you guys and talking about you know this journey. Mm -hmm. So why don't we start? Um, what do you do now? Because you're a facial modeler at DNEG. Um, yeah. What does that actually mean? If somebody's looking you up, what does that actually mean? So I work for actually now I'm a principal artist. Okay. So basically, before I was used to work on like different face shapes for mm. different you know like different actors, different uh, different creatures. That's what what we do. We like make like different expression of the whole faces mm -hmm. and uh, for animations and all. So that's my my primary job. But time to time I work on different things, like um, concepting uh, or uh, like you know like molding. Yeah. I, I sit between the departments. At the moment. Okay. So, um, and this is at DNEG, right? It's at DNEG, yeah, in DNEG London. All right. So, no more blend shapes. You just you're you're modeling, and is it for film, games, TV? Because uh, I think DNEG does a lot. Or am I wrong? Yeah, DNEG does a lot for film. It's mostly for films. Okay. So we recently finished uh, the Matrix, and we had to look like you know uh, faces for Ken Reeves and uh, mm. Trinity. So we had to do all the shapes for that. For the young versions, we had to do that. 
how is it sculpting Keanu Reeves? Because I've had students do that, and he's like literally the hardest human being to sculpt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, he is, he is. But we actually we got the scans for uh, you know the older version of uh, Keanu Reeves, mm -hmm. and then we had to make the younger version by ourselves. Huh. It was a different experience for that. Yeah, and is that a modeling job or because um, I think it's, it's the both, aging, it's both. It's both? It's both, it's both. The agent was like making the face shapes and all for that. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. All right. So principal artist, DNEG, now um, Matrix. What else you guys been working on? Uh, apart from that, I just work on my personal stuff and I work for like, you know, different uh, likeness work for different clients. Uh, yeah. Apart from that. So that's the thing I do usually. Uh -huh. I don't try you, to uh... myself, you know, uh, in like, you know, very intensive job. I just try to lose myself you know like try to work uh, a bit from off the work not like it's uh, extensive oh okay yeah chill yeah, chill yeah. is not how i feel about likenesses <laughs> um, so that's good <laughs> uh you studied a frame box right yeah I did, uh, yeah and uh that was 2008 am i am i right in that yes 2008 to another, at that time i think okay. you came at that time so yeah uh-huh yeah i met you there i tell you, you forgot my you my, my friend forgot but like i met you there at the time i forgot every i mean that was like such yeah. a crazy experience like, yeah, yeah yeah i mean i after that i actually mellowed i stopped kind of doing things because i was like what is i don't understand what this is so it's like 600 people showed up there's so many people yeah, yeah. Um, i didn't know what to i didn't know what to do with that uh, but that was pretty neat. Actually, my wife still uh, talks to me about that time two guys mm -hmm. recognized me in a mall and were like, are you Ryan? And I'm like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so do you, you know, now um, you are, uh, I'm trying to figure out the path from Framebox forward. So there was another school after that. Mm -hmm. Am I right? AT uh, Atmo. School? Me? No, no, no. Yeah. I just did, uh, I think I was working out for that. I just saw a frame box. Ah, okay. So your, oh, that's your bachelor's of science. That's your general bachelor's of science. That was before. That was before. What did you get it in? That was before I joined Framebox, actually. Yeah. So, with, you with know, like, degree. As you, uh, yeah, as usual, you know, like when you're in India, you don't know actually what to work on. You don't have any idea. So everybody wants to work on like, engineering doctorate so same with my parents oh you have to get a degree so, okay let me get a degree so i joined it but then when i was working when i was like studying in this in the, the college i was drawing in the in the back seat uh -huh. i keep drawing and like i was not listening to any any uh, lectures and all my friends were like oh bro like you are in a different uh in a different field and i was like okay i have to do something about this so when like it was like three years after that, I was like, okay, it's time to change. So I just like quit my degree. I didn't take my degree for BSc honors computer science. I just took an external degree and I joined Framebox at that time. And when I joined it, it was a like, different experience for me. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Mm. And I just like kept doing what I wanted to do. I, I didn't actually, I didn't have any goal. Nobody, you know, suggested, oh, you have to do, you have to make heads. You have to make this. I had no idea. But what I have to achieve, but I know that I was loving my my journey, and I was like, I was okay. I want I wanted to do this. I want to like make on the self heads. I want to like make likenesses. 
this is what I wanted to do. And I was loving the journey and automatically things uh, aligned for me. I got like different opportunities. I kept taking the opportunities and getting the opportunities and then, uh, and then everything aligned for me. Then I knew, mm. okay, this is the path I want to take. How old were you when you started to think that this is an option? Uh, I think it was, uh, I was, I think 22 years old, for example, I think. Yeah. So by that time, you've already gone through 10th grade where there's all that pressure. You got to take those tests, right? Oh, you you mean uh, in the the college? Yeah. Well, in high school, well, I mean, the way my wife says it, um, you know, in 10th grade, everybody takes a test and that determines like your entire future in India. Yeah. It's it's like 10th and like 12th. So if, if you're in 10th, you have to take okay so if you have like science you take like engineering or a doctor if you're in commerce you take like you know charter accountant this like everything is specified yeah if you take this three you have to do this yeah so i think it's it, same thing happened with me but then i was not like happy what i was doing and i wanted to like but i asked my dad okay so this is the thing i don't want to do it but my dad was like okay just get a degree yeah. and do whatever you wanted to do after that so I spent three years for a degree and then like, okay, so this is, I don't want to do this. And I want to like do my pursue my, you know, my interest. Mm. Then I think changed for me literally. Yeah. Um, there was, I was going to ask like how supportive your family was. Um, but I mean, that's great. They just said, do your degree. Yeah. My what parents were really supportive. My parents yeah. were really supportive. They, they were supported since my, my childhood. Because I was drawing since childhood, I was like making portraits. Mm. Even in back my days, I was just doing like portraits of different uh, celebrities, you know, like I wanted to. And my dad was in the uh, airport before. So what I was thinking that all my, you know, as a kid, I was all my airplanes, is my, and my dad who used to own it. That was my, my mindset. So I used to draw all my planes on uh-huh. paper. So that's how I started drawing, you know, uh, since ch- childhood. Then, then I started doing uh, portraits, and then I went. Then I went. Came when I went to Framebox at that time. Yeah. I realized that there's like something new, which is called like caricatures. I came to know about that. Uh-huh. So I learned. I learned Photoshop, and I started doing caricatures in, uh, in Photoshop, and uh, yeah. that's how I grew more interested in like faces. Yeah. So yeah. in when I was talking to um, Ian Spriggs, uh, yeah, he. He was mentioning that, you know, he'd always kind of worked on faces and, but he'd worked on and he'd gone many different paths. And it wasn't until he did this self-portrait that he was like, this is it. This is, I, you know, I found my mission. Um, When did you feel like faces are, you know, that was like your thing? I think it's mostly uh, since, since uh, I started doing faces, because like when I started doing portraits, since childhood, Mm -hmm. I was used to draw like 2D. Yeah. Then I want to learn like Photoshop. For me, it was a different thing. Okay, so I wanted to see. Okay, so I want to capture the essence of the character. Doesn't matter how complex it's gonna be. I wanted to like capture the essence in two D. And slowly, I I went into three D. And I went to three D. I was like, okay, this is something I want to like, explore more. Yeah. So that's how things changed for me when I started doing three D. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. What is the yeah. essence. Um, mm-hmm. When we start thinking about the the face, yeah. um, you know, are we when we start sculpting? Are we looking? What I'm trying to ask is like, what's accuracy? Are we looking for accuracy? Are we looking for essence? Like, how does the, how do you break this down yourself? 
I think it depends upon uh, like different, you know, uh, it depends <laughs> upon different people. So that's my lighting is not. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah. It depends upon uh, people's perspective. For me, some people think, okay, so for me, like uh, if you are, I'll try to, you know, define it. If I'm, if I'm helping somebody, for me, the side reference is the like most important thing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I don't try to copy everything. If I'm talking likeness, I don't like, you know, put something in the background and try to match like one to one. I don't do that. I, pref- I try to capture like essence of the character first. First of all, like I just like make a sheet and I see, okay, this is things I have to capture. This is the expression I want to capture. I don't keep the image at the backside and try to like, you know, align everything. Right. Because for me, if I do that, it feels like I'm trying to copy first, right? rather than finding the answer. I try to find the answer, then check it if it's right or wrong. That makes me, that that's actually increases my sense of, you know, capturing the things better. Yeah. I love that. The find things, it first. Yeah, find it first. Like, I, because the thing is, if I just keep the face on the backside and try to copying it, it feels like I'm not putting my brains. I'm just like copying it. Yeah. If I'm just like thinking, okay, so this is the things do things you have to align this, 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 this. So I'm thinking myself how to do that. What's working, what's not working. And then check if I'm right, right or wrong with that references. So that actually works for me like far better than actually, you know, just uh, trying to copy first. So what are you looking for at that stage? Um, you know, how are you thinking about the form? Because you're, you're probably not thinking about the nose. Um, are you thinking no, about yeah. planes? Are you thinking about shapes? Like how does that hit your brain? I try to think of the overall like shape of the face, shape of the cheekbones, shape of the you know, uh, the forehead, everything. I try to like I, in my imaginary mind, I try to like make pin. It's gonna like for example, like I just try to think like we have different pins. I have one pin here, I one pin here, one pin here. Mm-hmm. I just imagine everything in three D, three dimensionally in my brain. So I try to answer different things. Like for example, I just say okay, so why? Why, what, how are we doing it? I try to ask these questions to myself. Like, why am I doing it? If if I move this, if I put a pin in here, should I move in X direction, Y direction, and, and Z direction? I ask all these questions to myself. And I the main thing for me is like I try to simplify everything, like as simple as possible. Hmm. And then I try to like move progress, like uh, progress on that. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to um, Adam Bean one time, um, who's yeah. also known for, for likenesses. I know him, yeah. This is a really good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, the reason it's hard for you, Ryan, is because you know anatomy and I don't. And I was like, what <laughs> the heck are you talking about? Like, aren't you supposed <laughs> to study anatomy? Like, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how do, you, how do you see anatomy and how does that work into your study? I think in terms of faces, anatomy works a lot, but... It's not just anatomy for the faces. There are so many things that works because we are not thinking about the, you know, the skin. We're not thinking about the fat. Mm. We are thinking, have to think about the ages. You know, like there are so many things that goes with the face. So anatomy is just like, you have to know for the face, yeah. but then you have to like work on, on the top. Like you have to study the wrinkles, aging, and consider, and, and consider everything. Even like in the pictures that you choose, you have to, uh, through the pictures according to what you want 
because some pieces, some pieces are like different focal length, but then you try to copy it. You you try. The thing is, I have so many things, like so many things in my brain that are, that I see in the pictures. It's difficult to explain, but for example, like a, if I see a picture, you see there's like a face. Yeah. And uh, I try to see the angle of the ears, the size of the ears, because that yes. actually tells you the size of the, the focal length. Sometimes it becomes small. That means like the focal length is, is, is big. Sometimes mm -hmm. the size is bigger. That means like oh, it's like the focal length is uh, you know that flat from, from from the far away. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know a lot of students have a hard time with the placement of the orbit, and so yes. I I try to always think about like corner of the eye to mm -hmm. the ear. And yeah. that's going to also tell you, like, same thing. If the ears are large, yeah, you're going to yeah, know yeah. what the focal length is. Yeah. Um, you know, and so then you also, have to kind of keep that in mind. That's true, that's true. Also, for me, a lot of people think, like, okay, so eyes is really important. Like, you know, like, the mouth is very smooth. Like, eyes is very expressive. But for so many people, I've seen that they said, okay, eyes are very expensive. But for me, I think what I feel is nose is really important as well. It's yeah. really, really important. Because nose is the thing that, you know, break the silhouette a lot. Yet I have studied noses and I'm like really obsessed with noses actually. And I've studied the noses a lot. There are different types of noses. And each have this different essence. So it's uh, for me, for me, not just the eyes. Because for noses, whenever you see an angle from the top, from bottom, it breaks the silhouette a lot. And even if you see a picture sign from the front, it feels like, oh, the, the guy's face is like uh, in yeah. the same plane, but it's not actually not. Right. So you can, I think, for me, I think you can get away with the eyes, but the nose is, is uh, I have, this has to be on the spot. Ah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah, even here, it's like just this little rotation. Now you, because it's so Slide. far forward. Yeah. You try to match the front reference from, from this angle. Yeah. But once you change it, if, if this is breaks a lot, like it, it changes completely, but the overall sense, it completely changes. Yeah. The nose is one of those ones where it's like, for me, it's, um, I always get confused because every, you know, I do it and all my yeah. students, like the noses just get long, but it's yeah. like, it's, it's weird how the nose is actually stuck up farther into the eye than you think. Yeah. 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 yeah that's true. It's that's, just nuts. That's really true. Yeah. So, um, so that's when we're looking at the essence. Um, but maybe what we could do is unpack some of the process um, and some of the expectations, really, you know, like, because when people are starting this, they're thinking, all right, so if I'm good, I can sculpt the face in a day, you know, but like, what's, what's your, what should our expectations be or what's your process? I don't know which one of those questions we should start with. Like, uh, like Kalmastein or uh, what is it? Yeah. Or like how you start. And um and how it goes. So you you spend time doing the essence first. I think you mentioned. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. that's the basic shape. So it's probably like the length, yeah. the width, and it's whether it's an oval or a square head, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And then what's next? Next is I I try to like. The most important thing is uh, you have to feel the character. This is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So whenever you are uh, uh, checking the character, even if you see a picture. You should say like, okay, you should actually, I, think, I don't know how to explain it, but for me, it should, you know, it should come from out of the screen. It should say, you know, like, oh, I have, I have this feeling that is, is about to say something. That's really important for me. If you, if you get this, that doesn't matter. Hmm. 
that's uh, really important for me. It should, uh, because the, I have seen that so many characters, they are like, it looks like the character, the, the, the person you're sculpting, but you didn't capture the essence. For example, like if you say Hitler, just for example, if you can put a small mustache on somebody else, like you know, on the nose, it looks like the character. People say, oh, this looks like Hitler. The thing is, likeness is easy, but it's, it's difficult at the same time. It's so difficult at the same time. Hmm. So you have to capture the literal essence of the character. Like if I'm just sitting like this, even small, subtle, subtle smile, or like certain, literally, even like, you know, like squint of the eyes, you have to capture it. Even if, if you see them in the theater, you can miss it. But when you're sculpting it, you have to like analyze, you have to feel, you have to feel the emotion you want to say. And then when you sculpt it, then people will go, oh, yeah, I think I see something, I have seen that. Then people will realize it. That, uh, that needs to be done. That needs to be there in the sculpt. Interesting. And then where does it go from there? Like, uh, yeah, what do you do next? Yeah. So let's say you got the essence, you get the shape, you start yeah. to establish some of the, ex some. I don't know if it's expression, but it's kind of expression. Mm. It's like, you know, yeah. and then, so once you've got that, where do you go? What's next? Uh, let's try to match, uh, as, as I told you before, like, you know, uh, when I get the essence of the character and then when I get, and then I try to match it. That is now the time to like, you know, find the answers. We have, you have sculpted the side, you have sculpted like every angles. Mm -hmm. Then you try to match it. And uh, then the most important the most important thing comes like, three questions for me, I always ask is how, why, and what you're doing. That's the thing I ask myself at the time. And uh, I try to match like the, the side view, I think which is the most important thing. You have to analyze the references. Is it like, how is the side view? How is the top view? How is the bottom view? Mm. And I try to match it like, you know, different. And I try to analyze the different angles, uh, the focal length they have. That's the best step to, to, to match it. You know, the uh, one of the interesting things about this conversation is you haven't mentioned pores. Yeah, yeah. Or, or sculpting actually, that stuff. Yeah, actually, uh, honestly, I don't care about those much. Like, uh, for me, it's, it's mostly... I never goes to the you know like a very single details. That's mostly for me. It's like the, the if you get the feel, and that's it for me. Yeah, but if I look at your work, beautiful pores. Mm -hmm. But that's not the focus. No, for me is 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 the is the main main thing. Yeah, if I try to do this first primary form, secondary form, and the rest is uh, for me. It's like four six times. You can you can nail the pores. You can you know work on it. You can spend a lot of time to make a single pores and all. That's like secondary thing for me. But uh, what you're doing is, the, the hardest thing is the primary form and secondary form. They have to like capture. That's mm -hmm. a, and how fast you can do it is depends on you. Sometimes it will take like a month. You can get sometimes just like a two days or three days. So completely dependent on the, the face. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things that kind of, I mean, I, I, it's a great segue to some of your work, because when we look at, I'm looking at your art station right now, right? It's all yeah. this beautiful work. It's Conan, there's Brad Pitt in the early days, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, um, yeah. And if we look at all of these, um, you know, we're looking at all the secondary form, like I'm looking at this Brad, uh, Ben Affleck one, right? <laughs> and you're capturing like the bottom 
of the uh, orbit of the eye, right in the yeah, uh, yeah. infraorbital margin, how that's moving mm-hmm. down into the cheek. And, you know, there's all that stuff. Like there's this little highlight. I think a lot of people miss, like there's this little line yeah. right on the cheek as the plane goes from facing up mm-hmm. to facing down. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you nailed that in the cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at this and I see all this form, beard stubble, hair details. Like we just don't see these initial steps in the early mm-hmm. in in your likenesses. I don't mm-hmm. don't get to see your work except for maybe the uh, Gal Gadot, where it's still, mm-hmm. you know, simple shapes. But this is all to segue to the you know the later some of the later work you did uh, like Squid Games, mm-hmm. and uh, you know these are all like yeah. beautiful caricatures. Yeah. I think it's uh, that that's a good point actually because it tells you the journey you have been because for me I've been in portrait for so so long and then I really like exploring the the shapes of the face and I that I used to do that in uh, in Turi at that time so when I did like pretty lifting faces and I and at the moment I was like okay so like because I like really like to you know capture the feel mm-hmm. of the the character at the particular you know like a uh, uh, stage. Yeah, that's why I try to blend the two D and three D. Would have you know uh, my uh, gather my experience from the past, so I try to make something like that. Yeah. So for that, I did I did a lot of sketches for you know like how to uh, make it like get the feeling out of it. So, do you draw a lot? I do. Sometimes I do. Like not not that much, but I think it really helps drawing. Yeah. How important do you think it is for? Um for artists and the the um the subtext here is that as somebody starting their journey it's easy to start to think like uh i can't do this i don't even know how to draw like they see drawing as a precursor but you know that's i feel differently i don't know how you feel about that i think it's it's really really i think i cannot stress how important it is it's Mm -hmm. really important the thing is you're drawing it for you're drawing it for yourself you're not trying to like impress somebody else you're drawing it for yourself. I, the thing is, I draw, but I don't even show it to anybody. I mm-hmm. make mistakes. I draw it like, okay, this looks shit. It's fine. I'm drawing it for myself. I draw it. So I'm drawing it to learn. You know, I, I, I'm making a visual library for myself. This is this is for showing for anybody. Like, even if I'm drawing shit, sometimes I just like draw wrong lips, wrong this, and I think it's for myself. And one of the things I, uh, do you know about the uh, burnt hogger? I think you know about burnt hogger. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Is, I think for me, somebody don't like his drawings. For me, it's like one of the best. Because it's not about the drawing. It's about the, the feeling that you want to show. And, uh, and, the, and the lines he makes, the lines, the volume he makes, he made it everything in a very simple manner. Mm-hmm. And I think if somebody wants to study that, I think that's like one of the best resources out there to study. Mm. Bern Hogarth. Yeah, yeah I, I love his books. Even if it's not, not the best drawing there, but in terms of volume, in terms of yeah. shape, in terms of the line, it's the best. I'm yeah, saying. I mean, he could almost be kind of one of the godfathers of analytical drawing. Yeah, 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 yeah. His figure so. drawings is like, I, I, I did study a lot. Yeah. Uh, who else do you study? Bridgman or anybody else? Bridgman, yeah, yeah, Bridgman, one of the best. Bridgman, yeah. and there's one book, uh, Human Anatomy for Atlas. Oh, I forgot the name. Uh, at Human Atlas for what was the Human Atlas? Oh, is that uh, Stephen Rogers Peck? 
this one? I can see. Yes. There's one more, I think. There's one more. Uh, uh, I have a blur yeah. on. They're yeah. all called human anatomy. So it's like, yeah, yeah. what? That's, that's, I, yeah. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, no, I love the the Stephen Rogers Peck one because he also does these um, these breakdowns in there yeah. uh, for the form. Uh, how about Gottfried Baumas? Mm -hmm. uh, which one? Gottfried Baumas. Mm -hmm. Have you been able to see him? Uh, if... I think if I, if I see it, I'm going to recognize it. Yeah, I got it right here. I got, I got all my books like stacked up <laughs> right next to me, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, good. that's good thing, yeah. Yeah, hold on. Oh, crap. There we go. So that's the, mm -hmm. uh, if it stops. Okay. So that's the Bombas one. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's Elliot Goldfinger, the elements of... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like... That's like uh, you know, yeah, that's yeah. That's the that's the holy grail. This one, um, right yeah. there, right? Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Human anatomy for artists. That's the one I was talking. About. Okay. If this book is like, it has everything. If you read this book, you don't have to go anywhere. Everything is so detailed. Everything is you know like, the way it works, the way human body works, mm -hmm. things. Yeah, it, it, that's that's the book. Yeah, I'm going to change my background filter so it stops blurring. There we go. Yeah, the thing I love about uh, Goldfinger, too, is those cross-sections, you know, mm -hmm. so you actually get to understand volume like you were talking about because Bern Hogarth that does this analytical drawing. So he, everything for yeah. him is a volume. There's, yeah. It's a 2D shape, but it is always turning into a volume fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to walk I think Bern Hogarth. We, yeah, we have to, like, learn from different people like you know like we can learn half of things from this guy half yeah this guy and then try to come up with something new from your side yeah so um when you were uh studying oh man i'm looking at mm -hmm. your moon night that's a year ago yeah yeah ah. these are the thing is these are something like i did for myself and like they're, they're like really quick drawings you know yeah so um when you were studying, like, uh, you, you started Framebox. The first yeah. thing, if I remember right, Framebox is a Maya house, right? Yeah. Okay. Was, so uh, yeah. what was it like in the beginning? Because, you know, you're starting, you you just finished your, your degree. Um, had you started computers yet? Had you been working in 3D software yet? Uh, in Framebox, yeah. I was. No, before Framebox. Not that much. I was doing, uh, like, programming in the, yeah. the college. But I was shit. I was, I, I was the worst. I was like, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to do this. I was like, I want to draw, I want to draw. So, you know, like there's so many things that, because uh, at that time we have like lack of knowledge, you know, you don't know what to do in life. Mm -hmm. Everybody's, what everybody's doing, you have to do it. And then you take admissions in different things. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, life goes on. And then you're like, okay, this is something I cannot live. You know, like I have to do something, you have to do something. Hard. Then I yeah. should change to, uh, then I went to Framebox. So it was a beginning journey. Like, were you were you like sure this is your thing? Did you have any doubt? Did it was no, it hard? No, I have. I think what my, in my case, I have, I was blank. Honestly, I was blank. I was like, okay, so this is something. I love working on 3D. I love sculpting, and I didn't think about anything that I want to earn money. And when I got my first job, like in famous, got the first job, and I was getting like not that much money. I was still happy. I was thinking, oh, somebody's actually paying me for my art 
And I didn't even know that you can actually make money from my art. I was like, really stupid. I was like, okay, I have to just, if somebody's paying me for my art, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I kept doing it, kept doing it. And uh, different opportunities came. And then I was taking like, you know, different steps. And I was taking the steps and things automatically align. And suddenly I can see a vision. Oh, you can actually make a career out of it. And then you, uh, then I uh, started working on it. What was your first job? It was in Printbox. Oh, for uh, the school. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, because I was drawing. I was drawing a lot at the time. Yeah. And I got like I was trying to like you know teach two D in there only. Like I did there for like eight months. Yeah. Then I got a job for uh, for our shooting studio in Hyderabad, and went there, and uh, I worked there for three and a half three and a half years, and I started doing freelance after that for like three years. And then I got an offer from uh, in London, Dinek London, that uh, you want to work for like facial shape, facial uh, mother. Then I just came to London. And it's like four and a half years now. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And um, that's really exciting about talking to you is, you know, you've, whether you are aware of it or not, like you've built this like amazing brand, you know, and, mm -hmm. and some artists like to talk about brands, some don't. Um, but, you know, there's no other way to talk about, you know, Vamal, you look at this and you're like, you know what Vamal makes. Mm -hmm. you, uh, we know who, you know, in terms of the business, who you are. Um, and, you know, I again, I work with a lot of uh, students and we work with them all over Turkey and you know, uh, not China so much, but um, mm -hmm. uh, all over the place. And one of the key things that I like to always work with people on is that no matter where you are, you're, you're, it's never too early to work on your brand. And yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to work on establishing yourself and getting yourself known. Yeah. Um, and a lot of students are like, no, I need to get a job first. And I'm like, mm -hmm. how are you going to get the job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to get out there. Um, but um, walk me through. So like, what was one of the first things that you were posting? Oh man, I'm looking at your head sketches too, by the way. Mm -hmm. But what is mm -hmm. one of the first things that you posted? And I'd love to know how you think about, you know, establishing yourself. I think uh, it's really important to like market yourself, mm -hmm. like to make a brand. Because the thing is, nowadays, what social media is work like the way it works, if you're not active, you're going to be, you know, like vanished in the, the backside. You know, nobody yeah. will recognize you. Yeah. So you have to keep updating yourself. You have to keep posting your work. And you have to keep working on your, your brand thing. So if you're thinking about getting a job first, I think you have to build a brand first. Just keep working. You have to do extra efforts if you're new. If you're working in a studio and just going home and just like chilling, it's not how like studio works. Like how we work is uh, mostly you have to put extra efforts if you are a student. Yeah. You get a job, but that's not the end. You have to work more. You have to like, you know, go in the next level. So what did you do? How, how did you do this? So was it sculpting, drawing, painting? What, what did you do and when? I'm, I'm looking back yeah, here so, again. Yeah. So for me, uh, what I thought about, I think it could be wrong or something, I don't know, but this worked for me because uh -huh. when I started doing, uh, when I got a job first, I was thinking, so I'm going to learn all the technical things in the job. And I'm gonna learn all the artistic thing at home. That was my my mindset. My my, my mindset. Mm. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna watch like tutorials. I'm gonna watch like 
whatever it is, in terms of color theories, in terms of sculpting, I'm gonna do everything, all the studies at home. And I'm gonna apply those in the studio. I'll learn all the technical things, and I'm not gonna like go in any technical details, because I'm gonna learn that anyways in the studio. But I was trying to build my artistic things, artistic like studies, my drawings and everything at home. That was my main uh, focus. I get it. So like eight years ago, uh, Tyrion Lannister, the character sketch goes, mm -hmm. and here you're just kind of, you know, showing off your sculpting skills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Beautiful piece. Uh, and so you started with caricature, actually. It looks like that's one of the first yeah. things you started posting. Yeah, yeah. And then your drawings. Drawings, heads. It's most basically the human emotions that I was really interested in. Still, I am. That's why whenever I watch any series, whenever I watch any movies, I was like, yeah, I have to capture the like, literally essence of the character. Yeah. Then uh, when somebody is, oh, wait, this is the character. You know, like I can feel the, you can, you can connect with each other. Yeah, that's, that's great. And, and you were talking about that with essence. You're talking about with feeling, getting the squint, the slight yeah. smile, you know, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people look at learning and uh, we'll come in and like we have a facial sculpting class that uh, Ivalo made mm -hmm. in this, you know, just this this beautiful class that walks to things like sculpting mm -hmm. light, stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. And everybody comes in and they are like, you know, I want to learn how to sculpt. But what mm -hmm. I hear you saying and other people saying is, don't worry about, um, you know, learning to sculpt a face. Mm. It seems to be like, you know, learning how to sculpt character, learning how to sculpt yeah. expression, learning how to, and, and asking yourself something different, you know, like, mm. and tell me if I'm wrong here, it, you know, it's not necessarily about learning um, anatomy. It's, it's mm. really learning anatomy so that you can learn how to create character. Yes. Basically, the feeling, you know, like it, for me, it's like if I have to smell it, if I expose my eyes, if I just see the character, I should smell it. Even if it's not, you know, I'm not talking about, uh, it, it doesn't make sense, but it should uh, talk to you. It should, uh, if you're a sculpting character, everything should work with each other. Everything should align the way eyes work with nose, nose work with, with the mouth. It should align with each other. What are the mistakes people make when they start out? They get discouraged a lot. They try to compare themselves where, where, uh, with, with artists who have spent like 10, 10 years in the industry, like five in the industry. And they're like, I'm not able to sculpt it. Can you give me a feedback? And they are like stuck in the same head for like a month, two months. For me, what happened is this, I was not, literally I was not discouraged at all. I was making one head. I'm trying to make it. Doesn't look, it looks shit. Scrap it, start another one. Doesn't look good, scrap it, start another one. I failed a lot of times. I didn't able to like make really good ones. But what I had in my mind is I was trying to please myself. I was not trying to please anybody else. I was doing mistakes. I was doing a lot of, you know, like bad portraits, bad drawings. But that was for myself. But I did a lot. That was the main thing. And started, I, can, I noticed it, everything. All the progress what I was doing is started to like come alive. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I mean, don't like don't compare yourself with others. Like you know, like everybody is different. Everybody learns in their own pace. If you're trying to compare yourself, you only only thing you'll happen is you'll be like discouraged. So yeah, 
any uh, any words of hope for those who are starting to feel discouraged? Uh, I think you, you can yeah you can talk with other people as well like you know you can send me a message or like people who actually works good they're working good they can send messages to them and apart from that you can just uh, just keep doing but the problem what happens is they say like very good work like the guy who spent like 10 years in the uh, in industry and they make a really good portrait and they try to copy it and then are not able to do it or like what's happening i'm not able to do it what's up there's something that then they actually people want to leave it they are really displaced i would suggest them to like you know take a rest like you know like two or three days come back to them and see it again you'll see the mistakes even if you don't see the mistake that means you're not you know you don't have that uh, you don't have that knowledge to work on that things if that, that that thing comes okay that's fine just leave it start a new one then you learn something from it start a new one learn something from it and then come back to the first portfolio that you did and you'll like realize oh this is a mistake i was doing mm. so it's a cycle yeah i love that um for people who are looking to start in this industry um i would i would argue and i actually have argued with my students that mm -hmm. vimal chose literally the hardest path on the planet mm -hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> just yeah. like working on the face but yeah. you know you i it's also important like you know i can't deny people have a focus and and so everybody has this path that they're on and somebody um, may just choose faces um, but what is your advice now if somebody wants to get into the industry um, what should we be focused on i think it's it totally depends on the person if uh, if you even if you're doing something you know like uh, you can take anything it's mostly the the focus what you you really like it's not i'm just saying okay so you are doing faces you should do faces if you're doing clothing do the best clothing ever like the best one clients will come automatic automatically not just faces if you're doing anything you know like anything if you're doing hard surface there's like big scope in hard surface and if you're doing it if you really like it and then enjoying it that's what matters don't focus on something that somebody else is doing that want to like you know chase that do what you like i was talking to another artist about this because um that's such a hard thing like it's it's we say do what you like do what you love but yeah. as somebody who's starting this journey out like they're all about changing their life because yeah they're looking at their life and like i can't do that like you with code me with you know um just, just you start with this background you're like i don't want i don't want to do that i need to find something else mm -hmm. and so they may not know what they love or mm -hmm. and so they would say like i want to be like them all so i'm mm -hmm. going to go sculpt faces and they'll go on that journey mm -hmm. and then they're like i just don't have it or they start to lose their passion for it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so i think one of the questions that's really out there is like just how do you how do you either find your passion or allow mm -hmm. yourself to follow it i don't know the first question why do you what why do you want to be like me you know like if, if i say oh i want to be like him that means you have to like love for the portraits and if you don't have really love for the portraits and you still want to be like me want to work on the portraits i think it's not for you because you actually not loving what you are doing it's like it's plain simple if you if you like something for me i no i think is for me i didn't know at that time that i have to solve faces I'm going to get a job doing faces. Mm. I'm not going to like, nobody told me about that. 
only thing that matters for me at that time is I really like portraits. I love sculpting. I love drawing. I love making caricatures. And I want to do that in 3D. I was not expecting anything from it. So that worked for me. I, honestly, I didn't have any goal. People say, I ask like, oh, what's your goal? What's going to be? I didn't have any goal. I was just enjoying the journey, what I was getting. I, for me, it was like Z purchase was like gift. Well, this is something amazing. Yeah. And this new software. And uh, I really like to work on it. That's great. Yeah. I think because, you know, I, for, one of, for example, um, one of the questions we ask students at the beginning, we ask them to figure out what their North Star is, right? Mm -hmm. Where do you want to work is, is, is basically mm -hmm. our, how we answer that. Yeah. And um, so everybody says Naughty Dog, you know, yeah. and, and I'm like, you know, do you really want, like, are you inspired by those games? Is, mm -hmm. is that, or are you just looking at that and like, that's the pinnacle. I have to climb that Everest. And yeah, I got, I got what you mean exactly. Yeah. The thing is, is uh, some people they play the game, they really like it. The thing is, they like the the like the game. They like playing the game. But in terms of art, what do you like? Do you like realistic thing? Do you like stylized thing? Do you like uh, you know? But they like the game. That's why they want to work in the in that particular studio. But the thing is, what they actually like? Do they like? working in stylus thing. If you want to look, uh, like to work in the stylus thing, you have different studios for that. But some people really like to play the game. That's why they want to go to the studio. Mm. I get yeah. the point, like, you know. So the thing is, they like to play the games, but inside they want to work in stylus games. But they want to work in Naughty Dog because they like the game. So it's a bit, you know, it's different. Yeah. I like to remind them, and this is what I really love about talking with you, is um, I like to remind them that there's this not... There's not too many hells on earth like achieving your goal and realizing you don't love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to the, get to the point of the studio and then realize, okay, I work so hard and I'm working in the studio, but what else? You know, like, what else? You know, this is the studio. I'm working so hard and then what? And that's the, that's the thing. I just say, just work what you want to do and things will align. Also, they will contact you. If you are working on Salas thing, Salas Studio will contact you, you can work for them. If you like realistic, realistic people, you can work from Naughty Dog or wherever. And then, yeah. Awesome. Don't aim for any studio, just work for yourselves. That's great. Vimal, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate this conversation and thank you for taking the time. I'm really glad, man. All right. Take care. Talk to you later. Take care, man. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this. And I want to ask just two things of you. Number one, make sure to leave a comment or rank this wherever you are listening to it on Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Really makes a difference in helping us get the word out about this industry and about what we do. Number two, make sure you visit vertexschool.com to learn more about what programs we offer in this area as a creative and for artists who are looking to jumpstart their career and discover a new industry. Again, thank you so much for listening. We're accepting applications right now, so I look forward to hearing from you soon.